Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Sextras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. Yes. I'm Honey and I hate the phrase in an ideal world. <laughs> I'm Maria and I'm a nail biter. <laughs> Shameful. I know. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Sextra. Yes, welcome. We're um, so excited. Yes, I'm so excited. We have been planning and working very hard on this. Yeah, we are always talking about sex. We're those people who never stop talking about it and their relationships. So we're like, oh, why don't we just make a podcast about it? Seems yeah. like the natural evolution of that. <laughs> what better way to, you know, do what we love? I feel like we should, you know, give a little bit of a of a of a disclaimer. First of all, I mean, there's a, a few disclaimers that should be said. First of all, we are not here to claim that we are experts on sex, on relationships, on anything that we're going to talk about. We're literally just two 20-year-old students. We're best friends. We just like talking about sex. We have yeah. a lot of stories. We have friends with a lot of stories and we were just like yeah, we like it'd just be fun to like give people like put these stories out there into the world and get the conversation about sex like way more normalized. Mm -hmm. I feel like there are a lot of people talking about sex, but they're not necessarily students and they're not necessarily <laughs> our age. You know, we're just like pioneers. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I think, yeah, it's important to keep the conversation open from a young age. Obviously, there are a lot of sex podcasts out there, but. We want to just normalize it from as young an age as we possibly can, basically. Yeah, I think we want to provide the like fresh, just like young perspective of like, we are going through this right now. We have the stories to deliver right yeah. now, like do with them what you will. And like, we'll try to tell you a little bit of like, oh, maybe we I wish we did this or like, oh, yeah, this is what happened. And I think this is why it's good. Or like, I don't know, just inform you a little bit on whatever we can. And most of all, just kind of share our own experiences, get people to share their own experiences, and we can all learn from each other. Yes, definitely. You can learn from our many mistakes <laughs> and also the good things we've done. <laughs> yes, and we want to like all learn together. We're still very young. We There's still a lot for us to know. So we also hope to kind of grow and learn from this podcast as well. Definitely. So... Yes. In light of it being our first episode, we're going to be talking about first times, specifically, I guess, sex, obviously, that is what <laughs> the name implies, but also relationships, other, any first, basically. Yes, and we kind of, the idea behind this is sort of to like dip our toe, you could say, you know, into the little, all the many topics that we want to talk about in this podcast, and that's kind of... I don't know, I feel like maybe we should break down the whole sextress idea a little bit. I, th I think that a title does refer to the idea that we're going to talk about sex quite a lot, which we are, and we do really want to do. But also, like, we, there's quite a, the emphasis on, like, all those extras. Like, what are those extras? Like, those relationships. The there's, like, literally, yeah, all the, like, nitty-gritty, like, not like picture perfect stories that are like fed to us in like movies and tv shows it's like all the stuff behind the scenes that no one would ever necessarily want to admit to we're here to tell you those kinds of stories yeah and we have no filter so 
(laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So yeah, so I think we kind of wanted to, first of all, maybe get some input from a few of our friends, like get a few different stories in there. So we don't just end up talking about our own shit all the time. Yes. Um... So yeah, we we kind of asked people whether they had any like funny or embarrassing first time stories. Okay, so I will start. We are going to probably have a segment at the start of most of our podcasts where we just have a bit of interaction with you guys. So if you send us your stories, that helps a lot. We very much appreciate it. We're not here to judge. We're just (laughs) here to discuss. So Yes, and that's a big part of it. We want the other people's stories not just our own shit yeah like we we know we're not that interesting obviously having a podcast (laughs) is quite self-indulgent so (laughs) we just gotta throw it out there that other people should be involved too yes okay so the first one is my first time was a drunken night with my best friend's brother on the kitchen table he put his dick in my ass for like 10 seconds and i was like okay that's enough it hurts all the air inside me from those 10 seconds meant that when i went to the toilet i let out a series of the largest farts of my life (laughs) 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 that's a good one to start it off with I feel like we should clarify that this is a guy because it does it like he put his dick in in oh, my yeah. ass. <laughs> um, yeah, so like it was like a gay sex experience, but um, God, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I can't I know, imagine I don't know what either. that would be like. But good for you. I love the best friend's brother angle because it's like I just feel like a lot of people like always have crushes on their like brother's best friend or like that kind of yeah, thing so true so i just feel like it's quite a win you know i also feel like that's quite <laughs> a common thing in like the gay community like you you sleep with people that you like know it's not just like mm. strangers whereas straight people i see I what you like, mean maybe more i don't know well yeah i don't know i feel like we should get will our resident um homosexual to um <laughs> come in and we yeah. can talk about that one a little of our bit best more. friends <laughs> Yeah, I've got this one about a first orgasm, actually. So she said, I was convinced I'd be one of those women that would never have one. And she always thought she knew what it felt like until it actually happened. And she was like, whoa. Mm. And she was around 18. It happened by, like, the guy going down on her for, like, 30 minutes or more. And, like, she finally felt something that could just not be mistaken as anything but an orgasm. We love it. We love it, indeed. This is so, like, common, by the way like not being able to come mm-hmm. and like thinking that you can't come like don't think you're broken like oh i just God, feel i wish people like, talked about this more <laughs> yeah you need like a lot of patience especially if you're with someone else but also just have patience for yourself like because also this girl in her story said that she could never do it herself either mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of girls experience that and they think like okay well if i can't even like do it myself there must be something wrong with me but like <laughs> not at all it's so complicated you need so much patience you need to like really commit to making it happen Mm. do you know what I mean I feel like it's very mental as well like if you have all that pressure Mm. in your mind then it's kind of like well how are you gonna how are you gonna come you're just not Mm. and for me definitely like that is something that like if I'm with someone else then it just doesn't really happen because I'm just in my head too much whereas I can Mm. do it by myself obviously Mm. I mean not obviously and that's so common Mm -hmm. 
don't worry about it don't think there's something wrong with you and for anyone out there that is like worried that they can't make their girlfriend come be patient just be like, patient just try new things and don't push as well. her don't yeah and don't be pushing her don't be like oh come on like just a little bit longer like to be down there because it's gonna happen like no if you're pressuring her like that's not it's not gonna happen just be completely like open to anything listen to her Mm -hmm. like listen to each other's cues and like just eliminate the pressure throw it out the window somehow like i don't know do whatever you can to to feel the least amount of pressure like don't Mm, it's not competition just let it happen when it happens there's no Mm. like right or wrong way to have sex i mean obviously like consensual sex but (laughs) (laughs) like just take your time experiment Mm. that's what being young is all about indeed the next one uh i lost my virginity to a boy i had known for three days in barcelona in a hotel room on a school trip he didn't go to my school he was with his cousin and we never spoke after until we ended up at the same college and living in the same building by the way this girl is from california so it's kind of wild that they met in barcelona and ended up at the same college in california (laughs) like that's a wild so crazy (laughs) that's pretty cool though like that they found each other again kind of thing yeah i mean i feel like it probably wasn't that pleasant of a reunion i would have been like what the (laughs) fuck is going on here yeah but it's still kind of crazy yeah it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) okay uh, this is my friend who the first girl that he had sex with, she didn't want to like, he didn't want her to like put it in her vagina. So they just like did anal oh and God. like he lost his virginity by like doing anal, which I think is pretty wild. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, that's really brave. I don't even know why you would be like, that is the preferred option. Like, yeah but like i only see it from the girl's point of view of being like i'd so much rather lose my virginity quote unquote than like have someone stick a dick up my ass for the first time like (laughs) why like also if you haven't even had like vaginal sex like imagine you wouldn't i can't imagine her knowing that you have to like clean up there and like the kind of preparation that has to go into anal like oh that is just no not for me but it's kind of funny it's funny (laughs) someone else said it was horrific (laughs) his dick was quite girthy and i was not wet it felt like sandpaper and i cried so we stopped i feel like this is very relatable for a lot of people like it Mm. definitely just hurts for a lot of people the first time yeah i think for me i don't remember it hurting a lot but i do remember it hurt and it's kind of crazy because like now sometimes when i have sex like sometimes it will hurt a little bit like at the start kind of thing it would feel like when i lost my virginity it's just this like pain like it does hurt but Mm -hmm. it's like you just kind of power through it you're just kind of like yeah yeah i mean i'm just gonna have to deal with this and of course i i like i can imagine that it can be so painful that you just can't power through it like and you shouldn't like you should not like i'm not trying to endorse (laughs) like like, having painful sex (laughs) i don't remember anyone ever telling me yeah like you're supposed to be wet before you have sex why is that not oh my god i didn't know that either Uh, i had no idea yeah and for ages like by the way like this in case this happens to anyone like for ages like i just couldn't get wet sometimes that happens sometimes you just can't get wet and it's not your fault it's not the guy's fault it's just like well sometimes it is the guy's fault but like <laughs> and yeah. if it is the guy's oh, fault I can you shouldn't be sleeping though. with him. <laughs> 
Like, imagine someone with a really girthy dick and you're completely dry and like, oh, oh so I really painful. feel for you that being your first experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm nothing against girthy dicks, just if you're not wet. Yeah, mm. it would just... No, no, no. Mm. Uh, this was... She was at a party at a house that was going to be demolished and was having sex on the floor with this guy and her best friend walks in halfway through doggy style <laughs> saying that the police was there oh no it's doggy <laughs> style as well like you can't even pretend to hide it like it's just all and, like there. on the floor of yeah. this like abandoned house the fucking dirt floor <laughs> <laughs> oh at least the police didn't walk in on you having sex to be fair like i'd rather the, my best friend than the police <laughs> oh. true um i was drunk at my mate's house at a party slash gathering i managed to get a boner but my dick was too big to fit and also just couldn't sustain the boner so I just sat there with the condom that had taken ages to put on just there over my flaccid willy i had to put porn on my phone whilst the girl was trying to get my dick hard again <laughs> eventually it worked and we went for it a bit but she was just being quite loud because my willy was so big good for you mate turns out we were right above the parents room and we were banned from the house <laughs> oh just too Aww. many things going wrong like <laughs> so true if i was that girl who's with like having sex with a guy and he's like hold on i'm just gonna get porn up so i can get hard again i'd literally be like get the fuck off me i love right how now. no but i love that he has no shame yeah. like he's like my dick is so big we can't even have sex like i'm just gonna put on porn like i'm losing my virginity Got i don't even give a fuck like yeah like i would like literally never in a million years dream to ever put up porn on oh my phone my let alone when i'm losing my virginity imagine like, girls did that to it a would guy really be good <laughs> like they would literally sit there and like cry over their like hurt <laughs> ego and be like I can't believe you're doing this to me it's so unfair <laughs> like <laughs> such a double standard i have another one he said when he was around 14 like on a tennis court at an abandoned house on his road and they were like halfway through and some like builder like construction people came in so they had to like stop and kind of like just pull his trousers up and run away <laughs> and then he just like had to have dinner with his family with the condom still on his floppy dick oh my god <laughs> I'm loving the imagination and all of these destinations. Everyone, it's just like, it shows how imaginative you have to get when you're young and like you still live in your parents' house, like in a fucking abandoned house on the dusty dirt floor. <laughs> at parties, I feel like a lot of them are at parties. Up your ass so you're still a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> the destination and the place on your body. <laughs> <laughs> oh there's one last one um i was at a party in the host bedroom with my boyfriend and it was bo both our first times it hurt so much that i screamed and then my friend came into the room to tell me there was a good song playing and she just decided to stay with us but he was still inside me he eventually got her to leave and we finished and he just went downstairs and told everyone classic teenage boy things. classic men love it <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward having someone like come and sit beside you i actually think this happened to me 
I feel like this has, like, I don't know, I feel like we've both, like, just kind of been in the room when we're both, like, in the, as in, like, we walk in on each other having sex and we kind of, like, just say something and then we leave or, like, we, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like this has happened to both of us with each other, mm-hmm. but maybe not. Yeah, I think kind of, but maybe not, like, losing your virginity kind of situation. Yeah, no, no, no. And also, it was with girls, like, I feel like you can hide a lot more. I don't know, maybe not, not hide more, but, like... I mean, it's less yeah, weird. Yeah. It's, it's not like she was like, it's not like someone's inside you. Do you know? You don't have to be like on top of them or like fucking them doggy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, I love all those submissions. I love the variety, you know. I love just how um, wild they all are. Like, <laughs> yeah. No one just has like a really like calm experience of how their first yeah, just, time. Like, we lit some candles and like like Belair's uh, waited for the sunset to set <laughs> <laughs> so true should we dive maybe into our own firsts i think we should so our first shag well, Maybe. okay, I think an important thing for us to signpost here and something that we will absolutely be coming back to at probably every single episode is that we are both bi and we have <laughs> both been in a relationship with a girl and a guy each. Uh, we both, our, both our first relationships were with a girl, so we both lost our virginity to girls and we also lost our straight virginity, if you will to guys after that yeah let's talk a bit about our first relationship virginity situation i'll go first i don't really remember exactly like the situation or the scenario i just remember it was with my ex-girlfriend we were also at a party and basically it was at these people's house that we're friends with and we know my ex was friends with the sister and then we were kind of friends with the brother but they would just have parties at their houses all the time so we had sex in one of their bedrooms i think a similar thing happened that someone walked into the room while we were trying to have sex and yeah i don't know i just kind of i didn't really realize that that was like me losing my virginity like i didn't really think about it like that which I see now seems kind of like obvious that that was like me losing my virginity but I feel like obviously you don't really get any like gay education about like sex Mm. and like what sex is and so it's all more like blurred when you're in a relationship with a girl like it's not someone takes out their dick and like puts it in you and you know (laughs) you're having sex it's more just like a few kind of events add up and then you're kind of like oh I'm not a virgin anymore kind of thing or at least that was what it was like for me like it wasn't some like momentous event where I was like Mm. wow we're having sex like it was just Mm. kind of like playing around and also like it was kind of like fingering that kind of thing and that was like stuff I had already done before so yeah I okay so one of my this is something that annoys me which could be a bit of a risque thing to admit but (laughs) I don't really like it when well no, no no it's not that I don't like it it's just I don't understand why like a lot of uh queer people like queer women especially get offended when someone asks like how you have sex as in like it obviously depends like time and place the way you ask like mm-hmm. kind of tone everything obviously depends but I think the question in itself I don't think it's very 
I don't find it offensive at all when people ask because I think it's like completely a fair enough question. Like, yeah, I think no one learns about it. So it's like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like, I think it's just out of curiosity. If if it's literally just out of curiosity, you don't understand. And it's like, I just don't get. Surely it's better for them to ask than to just assume something about you, right? Like, because just because you sleep with women and you're a woman, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it just seems like kind of a fair enough question because I and I don't even have the fucking answer like I think this is quite a thing that is like you shouldn't like also it annoys me when like queer women like say like scissoring isn't a thing or like everyone has to stop saying like this is a thing when it's like you don't know like maybe you don't do it but that doesn't mean other people don't do it like you don't have any idea what anyone else does like the thing is I just don't think that there's any answer to like oh then what is sex for a woman I think everyone kind of like you just I think you and yourself know when you when you've had sex with someone Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think I would count like fingering a girl as having sex with them yeah but like I think I wouldn't be against anyone thinking that that counts as sex. Like, if that's sex to you, that's sex to you. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, in my, like, losing my virginity story to a girl, which, another thing, another thing that I want to say, <laughs> I think, as a bi person, I think that sleeping with a guy and sleeping with a girl is very different. So, like, yeah, a lot of the time agree. I'll say, like, oh, yeah, I lost my virginity when I was 16 and then my straight virginity when I was 17. And, like, mm-hmm. I know gay people that would find that really, like, offensive because I, in a way it's, like, saying that, like, l- like gay sex, in co- in air quotes, yeah. is, like, not sex sex. But for me it's not like that. It's just yeah. a different kind of thing. Like, Doesn't mean I, it's not I lost valid. my straight virginity and I lost my gay virginity. And it, they're both completely valid yeah. in their own way. It's a very different But they're both thing. different things. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so, with a yeah. girl, it's like, obviously we both had the experience where it was like with our girlfriends. We like loved them mm. so much. We had more room to like experiment. Whereas, mm. yeah, just losing your virginity to a guy is like, isn't it's way more black and white. Not that it definitely is just that every mm. straight person I feel like it's less questioning and maybe there would be less questioning if we actually fucking learn about gay sex <laughs> and like that that is a thing yeah i don't know and also like for me it's kind of weird because it's like i had definitely done stuff with my girlfriend before i would consider the night that i lost my virginity like i I have this night in my head and I can picture exactly what happened. It's not that we did things that we'd never done before because we had basically done everything already. Like, we'd, like, both gone down on each other and, like, fingered each other and, like, all of this stuff. But it was just, like, that night, it was kind of, like, everything came together and, like, it was just, like, kind of a more whole experience. And then I I remember feeling after that night, I was, like, I'm not a virgin anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I've had sex. And to me, so I just count that as it. But, like... Yeah, A lot of people wouldn't count that as it. A lot of people would have said it was before. A lot of people would have said it wasn't until I slept with my with a guy. And it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't really care what anyone else's opinion <laughs> of what happened to my life, like in my life. Yeah. Like, I know what happened. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is what I'm saying. Like, I think it doesn't really matter. Like, as in you can call whatever experience you've had, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Like, if you slept with a guy and it, it was like you remember as a very horrible experience and then maybe a few years later you slept with another guy and that it was actually a nice experience, you can literally just be like, okay, well, I lost my virginity to that guy, to the second guy. Yeah. If you don't want to call something sex or if you don't want to say that you lost your virginity to 
in this way or whatever like who cares it's your life yeah like no do one, what you want no one gets to dictate like what your idea of sex is mm. so and like that goes with gay people like straight people dictating to gay people it goes for gay people dictating to bi people like <sighs> <laughs> literally anyone you decide you're in control and mm. yeah just whenever you think that you feel like that yeah and then I think maybe we could talk about like the difference between when we slept with girls and when we slept with guys or like being ready in that sense of after I broke up with my girlfriend and I'd already had sex with her but I'd never had sex with a guy like I'd never seen a penis and it was kind of like losing my virginity all over again it was Mm -hmm. like completely unknown territory and like for ages I wasn't ready even though like in my head I wasn't a virgin anymore like Mm like at least in terms of like in a gay way but in the other way I was like no I am kind of still a virgin like I've never had a dick inside me so mm-hmm. that's kind of really fucking terrifying and I think for a while I really wasn't ready and I'm glad that I didn't try to like chase it or like just get rid of it because just out of necessity like I just kind of waited mm-hmm. until like I actually felt like I was ready and then I feel like that just made it so much better because I feel like even if you don't have a particularly like, yeah, I was with my boyfriend that I love so much and we put candles out and we like looked at each other and whatever, like even if it's not that experience, I think as long as you're ready and as long as you do it with someone that you trust, it will be good or as good as it can be kind of thing. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So do you want to tell the story of when you lost your straight virginity as it were? No, yeah, it had been a while since me and my ex had broken up. And like at this point, I'd only slept with girls. Like I'd kind of like dabbled in a few things with other people, but like nothing deep. And then (laughs) a friend of mine that like I'd had a crush on for a really long time and that like when I was really young, not really young, but when I was younger, I was like, this is the boy I'm going to lose my virginity to. (laughs) We, like, started talking again, and then, like, just, like, went to his house, and we had sex. Yeah, I don't know. It was nice, because I, we were friends, and I trusted him, and, like, he knew I was a virgin, and he, Mm -hmm. he, like, I don't know, yeah, this is what I mean, like, I was just ready, and I trusted him. And it's not like we loved each other, or we were even super close or anything, it's just, I knew that he wouldn't do anything that would hurt me, or, like, make me sad, or, like, I would be uncomfortable with. Mm Mm-hmm. And I knew I was ready. So whatever happened from then, even if it was painful, even if like maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought it would, like I knew I'd be fine because I knew I was safe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to do it. Like, of course, not ever. it's not always going to happen like that for everyone. And I, I know, know like it happens at parties when you're drunk and all of these things. Like, I know that. But I think just make sure as much as you can that you're ready. Like, don't just do it to get it done. Yeah. Because then you might just have a like a really bad experience and that's not nice (laughs) yeah I think it's important to just set the tone for like your self-respect and what your what you want your like future sex life to be with your first time you know like the most important thing is that you're safe that it's consensual that you feel Mm. that it's with someone you trust and yeah you can kind of just go from there really there's no ideal scenario obviously but do what feels right for you I would say um Mm. 
Yeah, so I'll tell my story. Yeah, because I was I was just thinking how our stories are so different, but like neither of us regret it. As in, like it's kind of have a good outcome for both of us, and I think that's just what I mean. Like we were both just felt like we were ready, yeah, and it was time, like kind of thing. I so think... this is what I mean. Anyway, please do <laughs> do share your story. I think I did regret it straight after, but this is oh, why wow. I'm about to tell you. I had broken up with my ex quite a while before this happened but before me and my ex had even gotten together I was kind of I don't know I would say we were just like flirty we weren't in a relationship or anything it was just like a thing you know I Mm. don't know what you would classify that as but (laughs) yeah like we I think we kind of like liked each other for a bit and then we just never really wait who you and this boy yeah the boy that i had sex with we never really did anything about it and then i started Mm. dating this girl well they had some i don't know what it was just some (laughs) pre-existing tension nothing to do with me they just didn't really like each other basically Mm. throughout our whole relationship she was like if we break up like you can't sleep with him which i'm just gonna say is like in itself not a healthy thing like no one should be using what you're going to do in the future or what you've done in your past like against you. You can do whatever the fuck mm. you want. But yeah, so she was like, you can't sleep with this guy. Like, it would be the worst thing ever. Like, you'll be so disrespectful to me. Blah, blah, blah. I fully knew that going into it, she would not be okay with it. But, you know, like, we have always been flirty and, like, it just kind of happened. We were at a party we were in the garden and we were smoking and then we started like getting off and (laughs) we just went outside and we had sex in a garden which I honestly like when I think about it now I don't really like remember fully what happened or like what led on to what I just remember that it happened and I was like oh wow and then he was like oh can you not like tell anyone and I was like yeah I don't really want to tell anyone until I've like told my ex because I feel like I owe that like responsibility but then <laughs> he just told everyone anyway and I was like okay well you fucking told me not to tell anyone um <laughs> but you just went and did it anyway whatever that's just classic teenage boy things and then yeah my before I could tell her my ex found out and she was furious but I feel like that's a whole other story in itself and like how our relationship Mm. ended and like the kind of dynamic between us but yeah I don't know I don't I hope if he listens to this he like doesn't regret that that is like how he lost his virginity I don't know I feel like it could have obviously happened in a better way and like in a better Mm. scenario but yeah I don't like regret it and I don't feel like bad about it and yeah definitely like flirted since then so i don't think he like (laughs) resents me for that at all (laughs) this is something i wanted i just wanted to say like even though we did just say like be ready and like trust your instinct whatever like i think at the end of the day if the way it happens isn't the way you always dream for it to happen and it's like maybe Mm -hmm. a bit of a messy story and whatever it's really not the end of the world like you will have a lot of sex in your life the chances are and chances are a lot of that sex will be bad but a lot of it will be good so don't Mm -hmm. worry if your first experience is just shit (laughs) yeah and it wasn't like good or bad it was just like I I barely even remember it and Mm. Not because I was so drunk that I don't remember it, just it was so, it was like a while ago, I don't remember what happened and like (laughs) I regretted it because of my ex's reaction and because maybe I didn't handle the whole situation in the best way but I didn't regret the fact that it actually happened and Mm. 
like I didn't feel unsafe like I knew you know we'd done like a lot of other stuff before so it was kind of like <laughs> I don't know it just seemed like the right thing but yeah I, I think as you were saying not everything happens as you planned it I definitely didn't plan for that to happen yeah I, I feel good about it and I definitely think that like I've had a lot of other sex so it doesn't really matter <laughs> like I don't really care about that time anymore and I don't think anyone involved really does so it's good <laughs> Then it's good. Should we dive into maybe like more first relationship and breakup and yeah. Yeah, my first relationship was with the first girl I slept with. I she was my first everything, my first kiss, my first my first anything. The first person I loved. So she was kind of key in a lot of my being introduced into this whole world of like sex and relationship <laughs> so a lot of it was like dictated by the way we worked together and the mm. way we interacted what kind of um ended up being sort of like a like a recipe for how to act in relationships for me as in like that's what I thought was normal or whatever I don't know because we like I don't know we paved each other's way to how we thought about relationships I guess because we yeah. were each other's firsts and I think what came with that was especially with the timing <laughs> I think like both of us were going through a lot of stuff and I think already because we were around 16 17 and at that age I feel like a lot of stuff happens and for us a lot of stuff happened like my mental health was like at its worst at mm -hmm. some of those points her mental health wasn't good and since we were in this like sort of like obsession with each other because it was our first relationship we really like got deep into that mm -hmm. um we kind of egged each other on in like a lot of bad behaviors and like we helped each other a lot as well like it was obviously really nice to have someone there to understand it and I think in terms of my mental health and because it happened at the time of my first relationship like it was very helpful because I had someone there to understand and guide me through a lot of that stuff and I think mm -hmm. It was nice in my first relationship to have someone that just cared for me and was, like, taking care of me. But, yeah, I think it's a weird one to, like, ha be experiencing, like, this level of intimacy and intensity for the first time with someone. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really happy that it was with the person that it was because I loved her very much and I think we were happy for a bit. Yeah, you definitely had <laughs> a lot of love for each other. Like, from my yeah. perspective, like... It was a very loving, caring, intimate relationship. Um, yeah, and I think, and then just to, to say a little bit on kind of a first breakup, I think I haven't had any others, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything, but, like, <laughs> I feel like a first breakup is, like, like falling in love is fucking it hits you like you're like what the hell is happening but a first breakup especially for me because it was completely out of the blue like literally completely out of the blue was like what the fuck is this shit like i it was like what horrible. is this it literally feels like your <laughs> heart is being like ripped out of your body like that is just some unreal Sensation. it's horrible it's literally horrible and i just want to say about first breakups since i haven't gone through it again i don't know if this will change but i think this is quite telling in a first breakup that 
you really, truly, truly believe, because I truly believe this, that I would never love anyone else. Like, <laughs> I was like, I will never stop feeling this pain and I will never love someone the way I loved my ex. And like, for a while, that was kind of true. I was like, I was so miserable. But then, like, it ends. Like, and this is the beauty of it. Now that it, I've had my first one, I'm like, I know it ends. It ends. Yeah. Like, now I'm like, I can through get through it, it again. <laughs> like, fucking hell. I hope it doesn't happen for a while. Like, please, 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 God. <laughs> but, like, it hurts a lot. It and really just hurts. anyone that's going through a breakup, like, for your, your first breakup especially, just know that it ends. I swear to you, it seems like it's never going to end. Yeah. But I swear on my life, it will. Everyone will literally tell you that as well. Like, everyone can tell you whatever you want to hear. You can believe whatever you want to believe for as long as it takes for you to get over them. But eventually Mm. it will happen. You can do it. You can get through it. You have so many other important things in your life. You have your friends. Like, really use your friends. Like, they're there to help you. And, yeah. And I think also with first breakups, like, it might kind of, like, pave your way on how you deal with breakups. So if you... If you go out and just start shagging anything that moves, like, and you'll be like, yeah, this works. So the next time you'll just do that. But like anyone that's done that, like gone and just like tried to get over someone or like not even try to get over someone, try to get over something by just shagging loads of people. You know that it like works for a bit, but then you just start to feel really horrible. And so like, I just wouldn't recommend doing that. I would recommend like doing the like, more sad breakup things like let yourself just be sad and like eat ice cream and watch 500 days of summer every single day until you're not (laughs) crying about it anymore and then just like be like right shut up then like get over it Bria like yeah you have to decide for yourself that you want to get over it like you're allowed to have Mm. that period of like however long it takes to just lie in your bed and feel sorry for yourself but like the day has to come at some point where you're like, you know, I'm just fucking sick of this and I'm going to get over it. So true. And then one more thing I want to say before, because I do want to hear your story, hon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to say just real quick, also in first relationships um, and first breakups alike, it is very important to keep your friends close. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is for any relationship and any breakup because you don't want to like spend do what me and honey did and like spend your entire first relationship just ignoring your friends and hanging out only with your significant other and then comes uh, like the breakup comes knocking and you're like fuck uh my best friend is my girlfriend what do I do (laughs) so yeah like spend like your friends will be there the likelihood is even if you treat your friends like shit throughout your relationship they will be there because friends are just better than any boyfriend or girlfriend will ever be at the end of the day yeah they will never leave you but like just still try to not be a dick and remember that they're there like when the breakup comes you'll be so fucking grateful you have these people around you trust me like they can change everything yeah like really like hold on to your friends yeah don't let it get to that point where you're like i don't have anyone like literally well you will have them exactly as maria just said but like stay friends with them the whole time not that you'll just stop being friends but like don't just ignore them like that's not what Mm. being in a relationship is and i think that's also just very unhealthy in itself it puts a lot Mm. of pressure on the relationship for Um, sure so yeah, that is so something please. that I think we both learnt from our relationships. Mm. I'm gonna give a little disclaimer about my story in that 
my ex knows fully what she did and everything I'm about to say is like we have discussed it many times she has changed a lot since this happened and I know she wouldn't be she wouldn't feel uncomfortable with me saying these things because she knows what she did and she's admitted it she's apologized I think we might try to have an episode with Honey and her ex and kind of dissect the whole relationship because I feel like there's a lot of lessons and um topics to be covered here Mm, yeah so yes but um anyway honey can give you a little cheeky little um taster yeah so i'll just (laughs) run through it quickly basically we were together for around a year officially during that time we broke up a few times and yeah each time it was kind of like that horrible feeling like So do you think, do you count, this is kind of an interesting question, because I only had one breakup, really. Do you count, like, sort of the first breakup as, like, all of the summation of breakups? Or is there, like, one, or, like, is it just the final one? Or is there, like, one specific one that you're, like, that was, like, fucking, that hurt? Or, like, is it more of a summation? Yeah, sorry. Well, I, I don't know, it's really hard, because we did break up officially and I would count that as like the main one but then there are other like small ones and it was more Mm. mine wasn't like a clear cut it was more like an evolution of like just (laughs) moving apart and like yeah so I'll explain so during that time we were together we broke up probably three times before we actually broke up and what happened is that we just basically had a lot of shit going on and We both definitely had, like, some mental health issues as well. She had a lot going on with her family, which obviously I will keep private because that's very personal. But she just had a lot going on. And I think that just made her really dependent on me. And I'm a very independent person. So it's very unlike me to be, like, sucked into a situation like that. Or, like, I don't know. It was a very Mm. new, like, sensation at the time. And I think I just felt very suffocated by the relationship. We kind of both spurred each other's misery on, I think. And, like, I'm Mm. definitely not proud of the way that I acted a lot of times in that relationship and I think she would say the same thing that like the way she treated me was like unacceptable and very unhealthy and very toxic and it made me miserable like I had I developed like a nervous twitch and like (laughs) it was just not a good situation uh so yeah it was just a lot of shit and but do you think in and tying it back to sort of first, do you think having that as your first experience sort of shaped you? As in, like, did it make you wary of, like, wanting to get into something else? Did mm. it make you, like, be like, every? it's always going to be like this? Or be like, it's never going to be like this ever again? <laughs> like, what was kind of your take as that being your first experience? It's definitely all of those things. Like, I would not wish anyone to have for that first experience. And I don't think mm. that she would either. But... After it happened, I was definitely, like, I didn't see it like that. It took me a long time to come to terms with it. And then Mm. once I had come to terms with it, I was, like, like, I never want that to happen to me again. I never want to feel like this again. And I was very wary of, like, ever developing feelings for anyone. And Mm. it definitely, like, influenced how I interacted with, like, people that I slept with or people that, like, I knew liked me. Like, I probably didn't deal with that very well like I can think of a few instances where I've been just like a bit of a dick because I've been very guarded um Mm. yes like a combination of all those things and then over time like I'm not saying that 
broke like I broke up with her and then that was the end of it like it was probably like a good year year and a half before things actually ended and like we still like saw each other all the time and like I think that was like my biggest mistake is that like staying friends with her and not like cutting Mm. ties completely because I just made it very difficult and like I think something we'll talk about quite a lot is like when you're young you're very infatuated with someone and like if you go to the same school as them you see them every day I mean very very difficult to be like I'm not going to talk to them I'm not going to see them like we had Mm. similar friends and like like, we shared friends we shared teachers we shared like the same environment mm. every day and we lived very close to each other I think it was just a lot of things and also to separate the feeling of like I know this person isn't good for me with the like infatuation with them Mm -hmm. as well because you have so little self-worth you're kind of like you like you don't recognize that maybe you do actually deserve better and you yeah. should walk away because it's it's just made that much harder by seeing them every day and stuff so like mm-hmm. but yeah um and I, I just think it's interesting like your first um relationship and like I know a lot of people that have had like pretty like have had quite intense first relationships or even just relationships along the way and like we can see how much they can impact people and um I don't know I just think it's important to like whether it's good or bad like you will have learned something like Mm -hmm. I I think even if like you did say you don't wish it upon anyone I think we can both see that you learned a lot from it and so did your ex so I think for that I'm like grateful as your friend because I know now that you have like all of these like life lessons under your belt mm-hmm. yeah Even though I, would, I also would never wish it upon anyone yeah. to like see their best friend go through this kind of shit but like I'm glad now that you have all these lessons that mm-hmm. like yeah. no one else could have the the benefit of having or whatever mm-hmm. but um so yeah, yeah you will learn a lot but I don't regret like being in the relationship I regret mm. what I regret is like the way that I dealt with it after um yeah and like letting it go on for so long but I'm definitely glad that it did happen in some form so that it was just Mm. kind of like a wake-up call and now I have like all these tools I think if someone like struggles with like anxiety it's hard like or like anything like that it's hard to like attract positive people and positive like energy Mm. into your life and I think if I hadn't had that experience I wouldn't have those like tools in my mind of like what I want to attract from now on and like how I want to be treated I think I would probably still be in like Mm. a similar situation not to say that I'm like perfect now and like I I only accept like positive energy because that's definitely not true (laughs) but yeah I think I'm definitely still learning a lot of things and I think that's because of my first experience so Mm. yeah yeah no I know what you mean but I feel good with like how I've how I'm dealing with it now like I feel really good Mm. with like the progress that I've made so definitely a lot of that's good too should we do a should we do a little quick fire first round yes I to just sort of close off the episode because i feel like we got kind of heavy towards the end so (laughs) we i think we should also just say that like this isn't gonna be like a completely like smutty sexy like show we are gonna dive deep we love to dive deep and (laughs) it's gonna be a good balance of the two i think and I think it's definitely important to like have light-hearted conversations about sex with your friends but also like talk about those serious things as well so we kind of just mm. want to encapsulate that in this podcast. So 
so I will ask you some quick fire questions. When was yes. your first wank? I I don't have a solid memory of a first wank, I'm afraid, but I do remember that when I was like 12 or something. I didn't know that I was doing something. I, I, I thought I was doing something naughty, but I like didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't even wanking. I was just like... <laughs> I would like get into bed and like pretend that I'd like gone on a date with a guy and then like hug myself and like kiss my hand and like <laughs> pretend he was like f- feeling me up and like feel mm. myself up and that kind of stuff but like it was more like I don't know but it, uh, yeah that's all of what I remember really do you have a uh a I first also have like memory? a similar thing like I remember from like a very young age probably like 10 being aware of like my clit and being like this feels really good like when I touch it but I didn't know that that was what it was and then yeah I didn't really do anything for a while I think when I was probably like 15 I remember like discovering yeah i think i must have been like 14 or 15 yeah and i remember like around the time that i like started doing bits i think or maybe a little before probably but Mm, um. yeah i remember like coming for the first time and being like wow what the fuck just happened like that was insane and i didn't even know that that was what it was for like a while after as well (laughs) um but yeah when was your first kiss my first kiss well i already kind of said it too with my girlfriend Um, uh we'd like just kind of started seeing each other and we just kiss and yeah (laughs) what about you mine was with a boy at party and he was like oh hello let's go (laughs) i think this was like one of the first times i got drunk he was like oh let's go upstairs and like get some food and i was like oh yeah let's go and he like took my hand and led me up the stairs and then we like started making out in the like laundry cupboard or something like a laundry room (laughs) but um (laughs) um I remember being like oh the art in this house is like really disgusting (laughs) and he was like yeah (laughs) so true and then my friends came looking for me and they were like honey what the fuck like we can't leave you alone like what are you doing (laughs) and like the guy is still I don't know if this is in my head but like he's still kind of weird with me now and I don't know why he was like oh do you want to like suck me off or like give me a handjob and I was like no and then he was like okay (laughs) and that was that so romantic so cute and then that kind of started like a spree for me of like just getting with people (laughs) I don't know (laughs) just unlocked something within me (laughs) what about your first STD if you've ever had one oh yes I've had chlamydia (laughs) it was so fun good (laughs) clap except i swear gonorrhea is actually the clap yeah i swear gonorrhea is the clap but that makes no sense so in this podcast we're gonna maintain that chlamydia is the clap <laughs> but i mean i think chlamydia is like the best one you can get like you just have to take yeah, antibiotics like and it goes away and like yeah it's like the starter for stds like yeah. nothing happens as long as you get rid of it quickly like it's all good <laughs> <laughs> yes i agree my first std was also chlamydia You're and i so got it three times cute. in a row <laughs> but i will tell a story another time <laughs> the only thing i will say is that the antibiotics are like the worst thing in the world oh yeah they make they're you feel so, horrible. so sick yeah try not to get chlamydia guys yeah like don't try um. and get it but i mean if you do like it's not the end of the world like i cried when i found out and then i was like oh, that's not that deep it's fine <laughs> yeah i was really annoyed at you that you were like overreacting so much i was just like 
oh come on you can just get rid of it like stop crying i was crying because i was like i'm gonna have to call everyone that i've slept with and like tell them that i have chlamydia when i got it i had to like tell three guys that i was like living with in the same place like we weren't in the same house but it was like the same place (laughs) it was so awkward and i had to see them all the time yeah i had to call up my ex the guy that I lost my straight virginity to and another guy to be like, oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the guy Don't that gave chlamydia. me chlamydia Have safe texted sex. me like over a year later being like, oh, hey, like, do you want to come over? I was like, all right, no. <laughs> no, chlamydia boy. Yeah, fuck you, chlamydia boy. First time doing that. Yes. Well, mine was with my girlfriend, but like outside of that, like the first time I ever, it was okay. Well, both of my first doing bits were both with the people I lost my straight and my gay virginity. So like the first vagina I saw was to the girl I had sex with for the first time. And the first penis I saw was to the guy I had sex with was the guys I had sex with for the first time. So I don't have any good stories. Mine are just really (laughs) generic. What's yours? Mine is with this guy that went to our school um yeah i don't really know what i was thinking with that but yeah it just happened bit of experimentation you know when you're young never a bad thing but um one time honey gave someone a hand oh under God. my coat and didn't tell me oh she lied God. about it oh my God. she lied to I'm me about so it and then confessed sorry. <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> okay i feel really bad about it now i don't feel good about it i'm sorry it's fine i actually didn't i don't actually care that much you were so mad at the time though you were so mad i know i think that was like the most mad you've ever been at me apart from like at pride (laughs) what about your first one night stand my first one night stand was also with the guy that gave me chlamydia it was wild we like just did everything oh my god I this is such a good story done. and then oh my god i decided i was like 18 so i was like yeah i can like go out and do whatever the fuck i want but then it was like <laughs> three in the morning i had like 30 missed calls from my mom and from maria and our friend kiara being like honey what the fuck where are you are you alive and then <laughs> yeah, i just she respond wasn't ha, 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 i'm covered in blood <laughs> Yeah, like it had been hours of like honey just going on her first tinder date she downloaded tinder that day went to meet this guy didn't reply to us for hours and then she finally replies we had no idea where she was then she finally replies and goes ha 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 ha, i'm covered in blood (laughs) because she was on her period but like i didn't fucking know that to me that was just like i'm dying i was kidnapped and i'm dying Uh, I mean, it's funny now. It wasn't funny at the time. <laughs> um, this was also just like a classic example of me being like, I'm going to get over my ex and I'm going to have sex with someone. <laughs> and then I decided to do that and it was wild. We all go into this in like more depth another time. <laughs> and then the first time someone hit on you. I literally don't um, remember. I think someone asked no me idea. out like, while I was still with my ex like just in public and I was like oh yeah but I even had a girlfriend (laughs) I was really just like mad at her and like wanted to get back at her by saying yes to this guy and then I just blocked his number when he tried to text me (laughs) (laughs) I I have no idea I really don't remember but I, I do remember this one time this guy 
came up to me on the street I was walking in Shoreditch and he just came up to me on the street and he was like I like your jumper and I was like oh thanks I had a girlfriend at the time and he's like yeah uh do you want to have sex with me like straight up and I was like and I was like 16 like I was a minor and like um I had a girlfriend and I was like no sorry I have a girlfriend and he's like oh so you're a lesbian and I'm like no (laughs) and then I kind of just walked away but I didn't tell my first one night stand. Oh yeah, fuck, tell her. Because <laughs> I just looked, because I, I, I couldn't remember what it, which one it was. And I just, I just looked. I don't even know this is a one night stand because it was more of a one day stand because it happened in the middle oh of the God, day. Both of us completely sober, not a drop of alcohol or anything in my blood. I'd never spoken to this guy in my life, in person, only texted him. I was obsessed with him for God knows what reason. I just thought he was hot. He was in a band. I'd slept with one guy before this. And I just, I think I just thought I was the shit. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to come to your fucking house and take your virginity. And <laughs> yeah, it happened. That happened. Impressive. It happened. He kept his clothes on the entire time. It was weird. And I didn't know what I was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. It was the middle of the day. It was so weird. Never saw this kid again. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well. I feel like that's a really good note to end on. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Yes, we hope you enjoyed our first ever episode. And we will be releasing an episode every week. If you have anything yes. you want us to talk about, you can DM us on our instagram at sextras podcast or you can email us sextras podcast at gmail.com and you can follow me on instagram at underscore honey wyatt and me at at madge Haytills. so we will see you next tuesday bye bye <laughs>